Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. You're listening to the Market Common Podcast by Jara Lambos Pisuros. I'm Cristina Marujos, and thank you for joining us at XM.com. The U.S. dollar traded higher against all the other major currencies on Tuesday, but today it seems to be stabilizing, probably extending winnings only against the risk-linked currencies Aussie, Kiwi, and Looney. What may have allowed traders to buy some more dollars yesterday was the ISM manufacturing PMI for July. The index improved to 46.4 from 46, and although this was still below analysts' estimate of 46.8, the new order sub-index came in much better than anticipated. It rose to 47. From 45.6, while the forecast was for a drop to 44. An improving orders outlook amid the drag from higher borrowing costs translates into improving demand for goods, which could eventually prompt businesses to increase production, which corroborates the soft landing narrative. Alongside the dollar, US Treasury yields also marched higher, with a 10 year yield poking its nose above 4.05 for the first time since July 10th, although they pulled back today after Fitch unexpectedly downgraded the U.S. government's top credit rating. That said, expectations with regards to the Fed's future course of action were barely changed. Investors remain convinced that the Fed had already concluded its own tightening crusade last week and that a series of rate reductions are likely to be appropriate during 2024. The data set that could make them consider another hike this year and less cuts thereafter may be Friday's jobs report for July. However, investors will have the opportunity to proceed with an early evaluation of how the labor market fared during the month when they get the ADP employment report today, while Thursday's ISM non-manufacturing PMI could offer offer more insights with regards to business activity, with most major central banks seen already ending or approaching the end of their tightening campaigns, the only one standing out is the Bank of England, which meets tomorrow. Following the larger-than-expected slowdown in UK inflation for June, investors see a larger probability for a 25 basis points hike rather than another double one, but they are also anticipating around 60 basis points worth of additional increments thereafter. Therefore, even if the Bank of England hikes by 25 basis points and disappoints those expecting more, a hawkish message allowing traders to maintain hike bets for the coming months could keep pound-dollar in an uptrend mode for a while longer. The Aussie was yesterday's main loser, suffering after the Reserve Bank of Australia decided to remain sidelined for a second straight meeting, offering no signals on whether another rate hike would be appropriate. Today, the most wounded currency is the Kiwi, which came under pressure after New Zealand's jobs data revealed that the nation's unemployment rate rose by more than expected. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq closed in the red yesterday, perhaps due to new month rebalancing or because investors have begun locking some profits ahead of more key earnings and important U.S. data like Friday's jobs report. Wall Street finished July on a strong footing as investors cheered better-than-expected earnings, but also data pointing to a resilient U.S. economy at a time when inflation is cooling. With investors believing that the Fed has already ended its hiking cycle and expecting a series of rate reductions, the uptrends in Wall Street may be destined to continue for a while longer, unless Friday's employment report comes in so strong that prompts participants to start drastically scaling back their rate hike bets. 
Oil prices extended their summer rally, hitting a fresh three-month high due to signs of tightening supply as Saudi Arabia is expected to extend its voluntary cuts into September. Saudi's production shrank by 860,000 barrels per day last month, while total OPEC output was down 840,000 barrels per day. This was today's Market Common podcast at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.